This is The Right Connection. This podcast is designed to help you choose the right words and stories in your business content to create authentic connections with prospects, clients, partners, and colleagues. Now the host of The Right Connection, Catherine Burroughs. Hello, and welcome to The Right Connection. We're about to start on a journey, a five-part series about literary elements. When creating your brand story, I recommend that you take some wisdom from literary writing. Over this five-episode series, we'll talk about character, setting, theme, plot, and language. These are all important elements to convey who you are, what you do, what it's like to work with you, and how you've helped real people just like your prospects. The first element we're going to look at is character. Characters are the people or personalities in the story. In fiction, they might be anything from a talking dog to a space alien to a robot. We all have favorite characters from movies or books we've read. And I've always loved getting to know characters, who they are, the reasons behind the things they do, and the choices they make. Why do they do what they do? That just totally fascinates me. For the purposes of this series, though, we're going to be dealing with human characters. In business and brand storytelling, the characters are your prospects, your current clients, your past clients, your team, and most of all, you. Thinking back to those movies or books you love, our favorite characters often have a very complex backstory. Sometimes we can even feel that we know more about these characters than we do about the real people in our everyday lives. A character's backstory gives us insight into their history. It tells us where they came from, their past experiences, something about their growth and development to this point, what their hopes and fears are, and what are their dreams and motivations. We also can learn from a backstory what drives them forward. Where do they want to go? Maybe they've had an experience that's caused them to set a certain goal or Maybe even be very determined not to be like someone or not to go in a certain direction. What do they need to get where they want to go? And what are they willing to give or trade or sacrifice in order to make it work? To give you an example of character, let me tell you a personal story. I was 11 years old, sitting on a bench outside the Eglinton subway station in Toronto, Ontario, near my grandparents' house. My grandfather sat beside me. We were on the way home from the museum and we waited for the Avenue Road North bus for the final leg of our journey. He wore a long, dark gray wool coat unbuttoned over his suit, with the fringe of his trademark tartan scarf reaching his lap, where his hands rested momentarily in black leather gloves. There were only three other people on the platform waiting for the same bus. See that man at the end? Grandpa gestured discreetly toward the mid-forties office worker, who might have been employed on Bay Street. He's heading home after a long day at the office to his wife and children. He keeps looking at his watch. I'm sure he's hoping to be there before his wife puts dinner on the table at six o'clock. We also were hoping to be home by six for the dinner my grandmother was at that moment preparing. And that woman he whispered, gesturing to a young 20-something seated on the second bench. She's worried about something. The woman's hands were clenching and unclenching around her sizable purse. 
She's had a fight with her young man. Maybe she wants to get married soon, and he's not ready to settle down yet. I scanned her face briefly as she stared up at the cloudy gray sky. She might have been crying recently. I couldn't tell for sure. And that young chap, he quickly glanced at the remaining occupant of the platform, a young man in his early 30s, well-dressed and smiling. He's just come from meeting his friends for drinks, and now he's going to take his best girl out for dinner and a show. The stories that my grandfather made up about the people he saw were certainly reflective of the cultural views of the decades in which he grew up. Many of the stories were about family and relationships. Others revolved around work, job interviews or promotions, frustrations with bosses. But if I look beyond some of those stereotypes, I realize that he taught me what to look for, how to read stories in the people that we see every day. He often confided to me how much he enjoyed watching people, and he taught me to see characters when I look at people. He showed me how all the details enhance and support the character's story, their clothes, their body language, their mannerisms, their facial expressions. He taught me to listen not just to their words, but to their tone of voice and even their breathing. To look not only at what they're wearing, but how they wear it. Are they comfortable in their clothing? Are they comfortable in their surroundings? Are they aware of what's going on around them? Or just going through the motions, absorbed in some inner turmoil? Finally, the bus arrived and we boarded. Grandpa ushered me into the front seat so that I could watch out the windshield to see where we were going. He began to talk again. He loved telling stories, and he'd found in me a rapt and willing audience. It's important to learn about people, and it's also important to show them that you've taken the time to learn about them, he told me. Before I retired, I used to pick up my clients at the airport. I'd often bring them back to our place for a drink. I'd call ahead to your grandmother, and she'd have everything ready when we arrived. I made sure to ask after their wife by name and remember things about their children. I'd ask, how's little Bobby doing with his skating lessons? Or how did Betty's dance recital go? I'd offer to take them golfing if the weather was fine, or show them around the city if that's what they preferred. I'd make a point to remember what they were interested in, gardening, architecture, history, theater, and I'd make sure they got tickets to whatever suited their fancy. What he was talking about was customer service that went far above and beyond, long before customer service was even a marketing buzzword. But it was also a lesson in how to be an observer, how to demonstrate an interest in others, and how to genuinely care for and respect people as individuals, each with their own story. By the time we arrived back at my grandparents' home, yes, we were in time for that six o'clock dinner, my eyes were lit up, my face glowed, and my imagination had been sparked, ready for the next adventure the next story. In business, we need to tap into those emotions which motivate our ideal prospects and clients, those who are the best fit for the services that we offer and the way we work. I've talked before about how those who are a good fit will naturally gravitate towards your offering. That's why it's so important to tell your brand story in your authentic voice and to communicate your values and style clearly and concisely. The more accurate your brand story is, the more accurately you will attract your best fit clients. There are two main characters to think about in your business storytelling, yourself and your ideal client. 
you will have supporting characters such as colleagues or partners you work with or who provide referrals. And other people in the life of your ideal client will play a role, such as their spouse, children, friends, and loved ones. But first, let's talk about you. To really convey your own character traits in a way that best reflects the benefits you offer your clients, you need to look at yourself in a whole new way. You need an external, objective perspective. Sometimes your own loved ones can provide this. Sometimes your clients can show you parts of yourself. As a lifelong writer and professional copywriter since 2009, I've noticed that so many coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs really struggle to get the response and impact they expect when they publish their business content. That's why I developed a unique and powerful tool. My business character analysis helps my clients create content that truly connects so they can make a bigger difference in the world. And who are you making those connections with? Your ideal client. That means you need to know some key details of your ideal client's backstory in order to truly connect with them. Here are some things you can think about. What was your ideal client's life like growing up? Did they have a big family or small? Lots of money, hardly any, or maybe somewhere in the middle? What did they want to be when they grew up? Then what is their life like now? What is their job? Did they have a spouse or kids, aging parents, anyone else that they are accountable to or responsible for? What do they do in their free time? Where do they go to find information? What do they want their future to look like? Love, money, travel, family, health, hobbies, sports, volunteering. Any of those can play a role in the future that your ideal client desires. So spend some time making notes about both yourself and your ideal client. Talk to people who know you well and clients who were delighted with your service. And also think back over some of those clients who weren't quite the right fit. What can you learn from all of their feedback? You then need to create characters that show you really get your prospects and clients, that you know what they're going through, you know where they want to be, and you are absolutely the best way for them to get there. Strong, authentic characters make your brand storytelling so powerful it multiplies your impact and helps you make an even bigger difference in the world. Stay tuned for the next episode in this five-part series on literary elements. We'll talk about setting in episode two. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found something in today's episode that inspired you to tell your own story more creatively. Please join me next time for more about how authentic words and stories create the right connection. Thanks for listening to The Right Connection. If you have a question for Catherine, reach out to her by sending her an email, Catherine at CatherineBurrowsCreative.com or visit her website, CatherineBurrowsCreative.com. And don't forget to follow Catherine on social media. Until next time, thanks again for listening to The Right Connection.